Hi, and welcome to the Building Gen Wealth Podcast. My name is Andrea, and I am a Latina money coach for ambitious, driven women of color who want to do more with their money. In this podcast, we'll dive into all things money, from tackling debt, to increasing your savings, to learning how to invest so your money works for you, as well as the mindset you need to unapologetically build generational wealth as a woman of color. I'll help you build a five-figure bank account on your way to a six-figure net worth. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the BGW podcast. I am super excited uh, to kick off this podcast, and I wanted to kick it off with a fun series. It's called The I Don't Knows of Investing, and I got this idea because a lot of the times when I'm talking to someone and they want to get started with their money, they're you know actively looking about, looking towards like, okay, how do I... Um, you know, start budgeting? How do I, you know, learn to invest? Like all of these things, I'll ask them like, okay, um, so what do you know about investing? Or like, why haven't you gotten started before now? And this is the part where people will just say, I just don't know. I don't know anything about investing. I don't know where to start. I don't know where to go. I don't know how it works. I don't know what to buy. I don't know even like what questions to ask. And so it's a series of I don't knows. And, um, and I understand like why, you know, why that happens. A lot of us don't have a background in how any of this stuff works. We're not formally taught. And so it becomes this scary, like unknown thing that we, you know, might feel like is too complex for us to understand or too hard or we're not smart enough or it's not for us. Um, and that kind of just creates almost like a, a distance, right? Because anytime that something is unfamiliar or, um, you know, just seems far away, we just tend to avoid it, not think about it. And then we just have all these questions about it. And so the the point of this series is to just go over each of those questions and really unpack all of them, right? So we're going to dive into all of it. I don't know where to go. I don't know where to start. I don't know how much to start with. Like, I don't know where to invest in, all of those things. So this first episode, we're going to kick off with, I don't know how it works. So this is going to be a two-parter. Um, so we're going to explain a little about investing today and then in the next episode, um, just dive a little deeper. So first thing I want to do is I want to bring investing off the financial pedestal that we tend to put it in, right? And I want to offer to you that investing is just as casual and normal as like brushing your teeth. It's something that you consistently do hopefully, to make sure that your dental hygiene is kept up. You know, it's not necessarily like super exciting. And honestly, if you're doing investing the right way, it really is kind of boring. (laughs) Just like brushing your teeth is something mundane that you do. um, Same with investing. It's, It's supposed to be a part of your money rhythm. It's supposed to be as as mundane and routine and consistent as brushing your teeth, right? And the compound effects of this good habit of brushing your teeth means that you have nice breath, like a a, like nice pearly white smile, and hopefully friends who want to be around you (laughs) because your breath doesn't stink, right? So just like it 
Just like brushing your teeth is something that you do for your dental hygiene, investing is something that you do for your money and for your future, right? So let's kind of explain for those of you who don't know, like, I don't even know what it means to invest. Like, I don't even know what a stock is. We're going to start there. Like, very, very beginner, very basics. And what I want to do is just present each block to, like, building blocks, like, each building block to this um, concept. And eventually, you'll realize, like, you have enough of these pieces that you understand, and then you'll have a light bulb moment, which is my favorite. I love... I love in general when people have light bulb moments, um, but I love when people have light bulb moments about investing, um, specifically women, because women are told that they're not good with money from society, like the narrative, like that's constantly the subtle message that we receive. And because of that, a lot of women don't invest um, more than men. And I, I think it's just kind of like the narrative we've created that really kind of, um, yeah, just stops women from believing that this is something they're fully capable of understanding, that they're smart enough to do it, that they can do it very well. Um, and so, yeah, my goal is for this entire series to just create so many light bulb moments for, for women specifically. <laughs> um Okay, cool. So back on track, uh, when you invest, how it all works. Okay. So when you invest, you are essentially taking your money and you are putting it towards a company's vision, a company's growth, a company's journey. Um, and because you invested your money in the company, you are now a part owner, right? So for example, let's say you're like, Hey, Llama Empowerment, I got my eye on you. I believe that you are going to do really well in the next coming years of business. And I believe that your business is going to grow. I want in on this. (laughs) I want to invest my money so that you can use it to grow your company. And so, um, entrepreneur, like, Businesses and entrepreneurs always run into a cash flow problem. And what that means is um, a lot of companies have uh, have a, a vision and a plan for their growth, but what they lack is the capital. They lack the cash in the bank to actually, you know, uh, use it to grow. And so what happens is they they say, okay, we're going to open up our company to have more owners in exchange for them investing money into the company, we getting money, we getting cash, we're getting capital, and then we're going to use that to grow. So essentially it is you saying, all right, I'm going to supply the money. The company leadership is going to do what they, what they do to ensure that the company grows. And because I invested, I now get issued a stock. Now, a stock is the thing that represents that you are a part ownership of that company, right? A stock is also a type of investment vehicle that you buy um, that represents like an ownership share in the company. So just like we were talking about, like companies issue stocks to raise money and then investors like you and me buy those stocks to partner with these companies and just hope our money grows with their business growth, right? And so that's that's just kind of like how that's the the relationship between money, investor, company, um, 
and, and the overall goal is growth, right? So if everything goes as planned, you're thinking, great, my money will help you grow. When your company grows, my investment will also grow. Win, win. And so the way that you feel growth is one of two ways. So example would be like, let's say you buy a stock for $1,000. And so you are essentially investing that money into the company. The company receives your money, right? And they use that $1,000 to help them grow. And so that could be, you know, they uh, reinvest into their team. They buy the resources they need, they take on training to make them better at their jobs to then be able to grow the company faster. However they deem to use that money is you know how they'll do it with the with the hope of growing. And so let's say in this example they did a great job, right? They killed it. They they grew the company to higher levels, bringing in more revenue or you know just making more sales, however it is that they're you know doing business. Um and the company as a whole, the value of the company has also increased. And so when this happens, because the value of the company as a whole has increased, then the value of the stocks that this company issued will also increase. And for you as the investor who initially contributed $1,000, that's a really good thing, right? Because now, because the company is worth more as a whole, everybody who kind of has like a piece of the ownership of the company um, their stock will also be valued higher. So let's say in this example, the stock that you bought at $1,000 is now worth 1500 because of the growth of the company and how it's been doing. You as an investor have a $500 gain, right? Because you bought something at 1000 it's now valued at 1500 so your profit here is $500. Um, so this is great because you invested and your money has grown. Like, you know, it's, a, it's created more money just by like doing its thing and being available um, to a company to use to then grow. And so that's kind of how, you know, how it works. And so on paper, you have a $500 unrealized gain, right? Because if you hold on to that stock, it's just a paper gain. Like you haven't actually sold it. Once you actually sell it in the stock market for 1,500, then is when it becomes a, a realized gain. Like you have actually profited $500 from that investment. Um, most people, depending on you know what you're doing with investments, you you typically just buy it and hold it and just you know, see the value of the stock go up and then later on you sell it when you, when you want to. Um, but typically that doesn't happen for long periods of time unless you're actively day trading, day trading, which is a whole other conversation. But that is just, um, that's one way to see growth in your investment. The actual value of the stock goes up. Now, another way that you feel growth or you feel your money is working for you is um, by being paid out a dividend. So companies also pay out dividends, right? So they, um, they use the money that investors give them to grow their companies. Um, and then at the end of the quarter or, you know, routinely they'll, they'll have a profit left over that they can choose to distribute. And when they distribute profit, that is, um, called a dividend. And so investors get a dividend, which is just income. Um, typically it's like, uh, you know, a dollar per share, um, or 75 cents per share. And so one, if you have like a hundred shares that adds up 
or um, you know, 100,000, that adds up. So that's how it depends on the company what the amount they're paying out for dividends is. And it also depends on the company when they do it. But that is another way which in which you'll feel the growth um, of your money like actually working for you. So one, it is it's actually being um, like valued at a higher rate because of the stock price going up or um, it is bringing in money as dividends because you used that $1,000 to like help a company actually grow. So in both scenarios, your money has helped someone else create more money. And so in return, you're getting some of that back. So your money did the work, you didn't. So this is what people say, like, I want my money to work for me. Typically it's it's in the form of like, here's capital, I'm letting you borrow it, go make it, go make it work, go make it uh, grow, pay me back plus some, um, but not a guarantee and investment. Um, so cool, how are you feeling? Are you good? <laughs> is this is this sinking in? Is it kind of making sense? Um, the biggest takeaway I want you to know is that you're you're finding a place, an investment vehicle, where you can put your money in, ultimately, so that it can grow. Right? That's the big crux here. You want your money to grow, because money sitting in a checking and savings account isn't really working right? Like it's not working for you. It's just sitting there. If anything, it is losing value. Why? Because of inflation. Inflation is essentially when the purchasing power of your dollar decreases. So let's say, you know, uh, back in the day, this is a good example. Back in the day, a, co- a cup of coffee costs about like 25 cents, right? Like 25 cents could buy you the value of a coffee. And as, um, did I say a couple of years ago? In the 90s, <laughs> in the 90s and the 80s. Uh, and now in 2021, a cup of coffee is running around. I mean, yes, it depends where you get it, right? Like if you get it at uh, the gas station versus Starbucks, very different. But let's just say you're getting it at your average sort of coffee shop. Um, it's not going to be 25 cents, right? No matter where you go, it's probably going to be, you know, a dollar, dollar fifty, maybe even two. Um, and so that is an example of inflation. And so that's just good to know because every year inflation is somewhere around two to three percent. So your money is losing value every year. You may not feel it, year by year, month by month, but over the course of five, seven, eight, ten 10 years, you'll see that, oh, actually I can't get coffee for 25 cents anymore. Or, you know, I can't buy a house for a hundred thousand dollars anymore. Um, or I can't do these things for this price anymore. Like that's just, that's just how inflation works. And so because your money in your checking and savings accounts is literally losing money, you want to only keep there what you need accessible to you, right? And typically this is three to six months of an emergency fund um, and things that you're you know, kind of saving for in the next six to 12 months. But anything else that you can invest, you should put in a vehicle that goes faster. Um, and that's just kind of like, you know, explaining the reason why, like why it is 
why investing is talked about a lot is because you want to, um, yeah, just put your money in a place where it's going to grow as opposed to just sitting in your checking account, right? So that is where we're going to stop today is I don't want to give you guys too much. Um, but just to kind of recap, um, this is kind of what we covered. Number one is investing is super like something that you consistently and routinely should do with your money. Um, it's a way in which you're finding a place to put your money so that it can grow. Ultimately, that's the goal. You want it to grow. The reason why that's super important is because your money sitting in your checking and savings account is deep. It's depreciating. The purchasing power of it is uh, going down because of inflation. That's just like normal. And, um, that is why you should find places where your money is either growing past two to 3%, um, or at least keeping up. Right. So that's, um, kind of that. And then the recap for the types of investments is individual stocks, mutual funds, mutual index funds, ETFs, REITs, bonds, futures, options, commodities, and cryptocurrency. Cool. I hope this was a little nugget, a little building block to help you understand, you know, how it all works. In the next episode, we're going to cover interest rates, which I love talking about interest rates because it's just so fun. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to try and figure out a way to explain it that, um, yeah, that'll help you just really see the power of of interest rates, of compounding, of growth, of what the stock market's doing. Um, and then just really, yeah, help you see like, oh, you know, it actually doesn't seem like a bad idea to put my money into the stock market. Now, the reason why sometimes this feels scary is because we, and from my experience, I don't know anyone in my family that has invested in the stock market. Like, and if they have, they've never talked to me about it, which I'm like, uh, hello. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't know what it was. And then, so when I did it for the first time, I was scared. Like I, I knew I had done the research. I read the articles. I talked to people. I had consumed a lot of content so that I was very well informed, but still like, it's scary. I'm not even going to lie. Like investing your money for the first time with no financial background is going to come with some level of uncertainty, but that doesn't mean that you're doing a bad thing. It means that you are trying something new. And in this particular situation, when you try new things like investing, you'll see that ultimately this is a good thing. This is a a good habit to have that's going to compound years down the line. So cool. Thanks guys. I really enjoyed this first episode and I'm excited to keep going. So see you in the next one. Thanks for hanging out. If you're ready to get serious about your money, but you need the support to make it happen, I want to invite you to my one-on-one money coaching program. In this program, I help you build the confidence around your money so you can start building a five-figure bank account on your way to a six-figure net worth. Just head over to building.gen.wealth on Instagram and apply in the link in my bio. I'll see you there.